Welcome back to the True Blue Podcast. I am your host, Zach Sucardi. You can find me on Instagram at True Blue Podcast. It's St. Paddy's Day. It's uh, 17th, y'all. Uh, it happens to be on a Wednesday in 2021. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'm Irish. I'm fucking 50 fucking percent Irish. I look Irish as fuck. I got pale skin, red hair, all that shit. But uh, I'm fitty. I'm fucking fitty, fitty cent. Um, and I look super Irish. And I got friends who are like a thousand percent. And they look like they're fucking like, you know, like Italians or Greek or who the fuck knows. Uh, but yeah, so I'm Irish and that's cool. But I don't drink. And I don't like corned beef and cabbage. I never liked it, Ever. Ever, ever. In fact, the only time I really like cabbage is if it's in coleslaw or in another meal that I eat that I'm very uh, just unaware of. But you never really cared for it, corned beef and cabbage. I could fuck with a little bit of Irish soda bread, but even that is like, eh. One thing I can tell you, though, I, I do like that makes me Irish is fucking potatoes. Not that it's like, you know, I mean, that's the, the common side, you know, at most places, but... I love fucking potatoes. Baked potato, fucking fried potatoes, french fries. I guess potato chips. I don't love those. I don't eat those like a ton or nothing. But I notice I love potatoes. So fucking good. So I'm connected through my love of potatoes. um, Since none of the other staples seem to to sort of stick with me. Fuck, it's a fucking A, man. It's kind of that weird time of year where it's like bipolar one day it's like 70 and nice as hell next day it's 40 and uh, like overcast and then you know it gets a little bit nicer but there's wind and then it snows and then that you're in fucking new mexico the snow lasts for like 12 hours if that not even that sometimes it could last seven hours five hours um yeah fuck and again, here we are in March, a lot of birthdays, my sister's birthday, my stepsister's birthday, my homie Carlos's birthday, um, yeah, lots of, lots of birthdays, my birthday's in 10 days, March 28th, so, falls on the Sunday, I was born on a Sunday, so that's kind of cool, sort of like, you know, revisiting, uh, where like, I'm imagining myself like reenacting my birth, not that I know what that was like, but, I don't know, I just imagine myself doing that. And, uh, yeah, so Sunday, that's cool. In fact, check and see what day you were born on. I think it's interesting to know that, you know, if to know, like, the, the, like, day that you came into this, came into this world. Like, you couldn't wait a minute longer. You had to be into this world, and you fell into this world. You came into this world on that day. And that's really cool. I love Sundays. I'm a big football guy. I love me the football. And I, I love the, just... The day of rest and it's chill. Um, everyone's usually off. My preferred days off for work are Sunday, Monday. 
because I always love the whole, <clears throat> excuse me, I love the whole treating my Sunday like a Saturday, but everyone else is Sunday mode. They're all chilling. They're all motherfucking chilling. They're not trying to go out and do anything too crazy. They're chilling. And here I come along. It's my Saturday, but it's a Sunday. So I could go with their vibe, which is chilling, which is usually where I'm at, or I could want to, you know, fuck around and hang out with the homies who like to go out on Sundays or whatever. Um, but yeah, Sunday, Monday is the way to go. And something about, you know, Sundays, it's just that day of reset. Um, it's funny because, like, a lot of calendars, they all start Sunday, and I always thought Sunday was, like, the last day of the week, not the first day. Because I guess the whole work week thing, you know, in your head. But yeah, I thought that was, that was kind of cool. But yeah, check and see when you're born. See what fucking day. It's easy to do. Just go on the Googles and fucking look it up. And then, uh, if you know, check and see if your parents are around or whoever, see what time you were born. I was born at 7.32. The clock was 10 minutes fast. My mom swears by it. So I was born 7.32 p.m. Kind of a cool time, you know? You could be having dinner, maybe. You know, if you're going out, like, things are just like, I mean, maybe you're not even out yet. You're still at home doing your thing. But, you know, if you're going out, it's kind of like, all right, night's definitely here. We're not at 8 o'clock yet, but, you know, we're, we're fucking gearing towards it. Um, but, yeah, check that out. I always find that shit so interesting. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, you, you get your day that you're born. Okay, so that's your number. Okay, so that's sort of your, like, that's your jersey number. And then there's all these other things where you can look up, like, the song that was the top song. Uh, like the top, like the, the, let me say this again. The song that was the number one song when you were, um, when you were born. Mine was, I think it's I Love Rock, yeah, no, it's I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett. Which is really cool. You know, it's a good song. It's not like my favorite, nothing, but as far as it being like the song that was number one when I was born, pretty cool. You know, I love rock and roll. That's true. I love um, alliteration. That's also true. So I love Joan Jett, you know, JJ. That's pretty cool. If I have offspring, if I have kids, I'm going to name them with S names so they can have that easy flow to my last name. I always thought that was really cool. Um, Yeah, Uh, all those little things that you can kind of tie into just like being here, you know? All these little connections with how you existed, how you came about, you know? Like all, all your sort of history and the numbers and the dates and the... The songs and all the things that kind of tell your story and, you know, kind of uh, give you that give you that sort of connection, which is ultimately, I guess, what uh, what kind of drives me and is exciting about it. All right, I just got a text message. Who is this from? Let's see. It's from my brother, Brian. It's cool. Like, I, I moved out here to New Mexico, and distance really is a good thing for some families because it really, you know, you don't really work so well living under the same roof and then distance you know distance and time i think definitely uh changes how things you know how people communicate how candid how open they are um the things that they share with you or they sort of throw at you you know they kind of try it out or whatever i've done that once in a while i'll try out i'm like let's see if i can go there with this person you know and Luckily, I, I've I've had, for the most part, I've had a lot, you know, some positive responses when I've had that sort of mentality of, ah, let's try it out. The worst though is when you try to like go somewhere with someone. Let's say it's an emotional place or personal place, and they're totally like just not feeling it. And they're just like, there's something there that you just know is like, ah, shit. I shouldn't have fucking, you know, I shouldn't have uh, told this person this fucking shit. 
you know, because they're just sort of like, well, what am I doing with it? Or, you know, they just, I don't know, they just give you, like, negative or they're a contrarian or there's something, you know, where you're just like, ah, fuck, you know? But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, you know, text message, getting older. I found this with, with AOL when I used to go on, when I used to have AOL back in the day, is you would get, you know, and this is true, I think, for a lot of people, most of us, but you would get a lot of people being a lot more open because they're not speaking, they're not, you know, over the phone, there's no voice, tone, none of that, you're not face-to-face, they can say it, and they have that sort of that, that, um, that, like, freedom of just, you know, not having any kind of, uh, accountability, maybe, like, face-to-face, or they could just sort of type it out and, and press send, and I, I can remember being on AOL chats with friends and shit, and people were, you know, they would open up to me, or talk to me, and, you know, we're talking for hours and stuff. And then uh, here we are with text messaging. I'm noticing a, a little bit of the same, especially as time goes on, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's actually fucking... It's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Fuck you! Hey, 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 chill out, chill out, chill out, man. It's fucking St. Patty's. Chill out. All right, let's see here. What the fuck's my notes? You know, I just want to make a quick comment. If you don't have more than one fucking email address, get yourself another... F- fucking email address okay what the fuck is with people with one fucking email like seriously get 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 another one they're free and i mean come on i mean we all don't want the junk email so you got to have that one i still have my aol email i still have that shit so really for my junk but i have a hundred gmails right not a hundred but like five and uh you know it's it's just good it's important so for those of you who say harassment and only have one email get your shit straight okay I mean, get your shit fucking straight. Fuck you! Yeah, I agree. I agree. Notice that kind of got louder. Let's, let's try it again. Fuck you! There we go. Fuck you! Fuck you! Wow, damn. Hey, relax. Relax. All right, let's go to the Google Docs. Pull this shit up, y'all. Yeah, so, uh, gonna get into the self-care tip of the week. I've just been kind of riffing here the first ten minutes. I appreciate you putting up with me. Let's hit it. Right on. So uh, I found this on Instagram, social media, I'm sure. You know, let me just say real quick. Social media is really awesome. All this internet shit. I mean, we're so lucky to be alive and have, like, all this awesome shit with the fucking internet and any song that we want. But you can really get a lot of positive shit on here. And it pops up on my feed. I follow it. I, this is a... It's a post that says, How to Decide Faster, a Mindset of Making Faster Decisions. And if you're like me, you struggle sometimes because you just want to make the right decision or you smoke a little bit of marijuana and it takes you a billion fucking years to make any decision, this is, uh, this is yeah, this is, this is for you. Um, so it's just a post. It's from a, a, a page called uh, Business Bulls, like the Chicago Bulls, dot .in, which may be like they're from another country or something, .in, right? That's usually like meaning they're from like fucking who knows where. But yeah, um, just came up on my feed. I thought it was kind of interesting. Had a cool little um, little photo of a blue brain. This is true blue, so you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So I'm just gonna read these. There's like five or six on here, and make a couple quick comments. But I thought this was actually really cool. So this is how to decide faster. The first thing is limit your options. 
I kind of like that because, you know, like, if you're deciding, let's say, where to go out to eat and shit, oh, my God, that can be a fucking nightmare. You know, a fucking nightmare. You have all these different things. So in your head, go through, pick two that are, all right, I want this kind of food, or I know I want this kind of food, so which which pizzeria am I going to? So if you limit your options, you'll feel less anxiety, you'll feel more confident in your decision, and I don't know, you may even feel more open to like trying new things at the place because you, know, you, you didn't labor over this fucking decision for like you know hours on hours. So I like that, limiting your options. Next one is draw a line between good and bad choices. So this is a good one too because if you, you know, for instance, like going out on a, on a school night or like a work night or, you know, uh, spending X amount of money on something that you maybe, you know, you should take into account like what your bill situation looks like or if you still need to pay off some credit cards. Um, and then like is this, is this choice something that's going to, you know, benefit me is it gonna hurt me how do i stand to gain how do i stand to lose from this um so i like this one drawing a line between good and and bad choices and let me be clear you know going out on a school night doing things that are a little bit against the grain is not necessarily a bad choice that could be a good choice that's gonna release endorphins and all these other kinds of fucking chemicals and you go out and you have a good time and anytime you're in a moment where you're laughing where you're fucking You're laughing with your friends and stuff. It's amazing. Because laughter is so contagious. It's so intoxicating. It's so fun. It gives you such a high. You know, it gives you such a high that... It smells good. Yeah, it does. It it gives you such a high that, like, I don't know. I always feel like, this is great. I could keep this feeling going on and on. And a little side note here. If you're funny and we're friends and let's say there's a you know you're kind of selfish or there's another characteristic that that like sucks about you if you're funny i'm going to keep you around cuz humor is just so like you know i don't know it's like it's so attractive it really is so yeah back to the list back to the list all right the third one we have here is listen to your gut sorry uh, listen to your gut feeling huge this is huge so i play fantasy football and without getting too much into it you have to pick players right and um, you can only pick so many, but you have a large roster. You have a little roster of, let's say, 20, but you can only pick 10. So there's so many different things you can pull from, so many different pieces of information and so many different, like, stats. And, um, you know, you look at the weather. You look at, um, you know, how the opposing team plays against that particular position. You know, there's a lot of different things that, that you can look at. And I find that, you know, all that doing your sort of process and going with your gut and, and, and something like that is, uh, is just very it, – it plays itself out week after week because you don't go with your gut. You listen to your fucking buddy and he tells you some bullshit and then you play that guy and he sucks. And then you go, ah, the hell I listened to him. I should have never listened to him. You know, I, I should have just fucking, you know, gone with my gut or I should have just gone with my, with my process – so this one is really, really good. It really hits home, listening to your gut feeling. You know, they say that your gut, your conscious, it's like God speaking to you or higher power speaking to you or, you know, uh, something great or something that's really trying to, like, you know, reach you. Um, so, yeah, this one I really like. And, again, I think about the fantasy football uh, example. And then, you know, other stuff, you know, just with, like, taking care of business with how you set your certain priorities, you know, definitely listen to your gut. All right. So the next one there is think of, think of your time as money. This one I like a lot because if you're really, 
really, really think about it. All we have is time. That's it. And when her time's up, then that's it. That's all she wrote. Then, you know... <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when, you're, when your time's up, that's it. So all we really have is time. You know, I mean, shit, on this earth. And then as you get older, you start thinking, oh, fuck, man. You start seeing these different, like, mile markers of time. You go, fuck, you know, time is flying by, you know. It seemed like I had all the time in the world. Now it's like I'm able to think back 10 years and I have memories of being a fucking adult, you know, whatever. So think of your time as money. This is good because, you know, a lot, you know, we, we value money. It, it, it affords us freedoms, affords us how, you know, ways that we can spend our time, how we like it, where we like it, who we like it with. Um, and if you think of, if you think of it as like a currency, you know, and how you spend it, um, because, I mean, we only have so much of it. It's not infinity dollars. It's not like some video game where you can raise your guys level to 99 overall or you can just like constantly like put a code in and get like a billion dollars. So thinking of your time as money, I really like because, you know, very sensitive I mean, money. I mean, we all got to make make fucking money to live and shit. It affords us freedoms and you know luxury and cassette tapes and pizza and fucking Morrissey shit on eBay. It's awesome. So if you think of your time that way, you'll spend it wiser. You won't be so frivolous. And it'll help you decide faster. All right, and then the second to last one here, it says, know that decisiveness grows with each decision. This is kind of that whole vibe of like, practice makes perfect. You know, it's, you know, you got to kind of fake it till you make it. By that is, by that I mean just, kind of go about doing doing things and you'll find you'll find your whole rhythm you'll find your balance you know even like doing this podcast you know i mean i've been doing it over a year now and i've definitely grown you know um i you know i've i've definitely uh, learned from my mistakes and um you know and just to just to um just to like just to do it you know, it, it'll grow with each decision. Just do it. You don't have to be perfect. Like when you go work out, you're not going to lift 50 pounds and curl 50 pounds. You're going to start with 25, maybe even 15, you know. And someone started there. If they're smart, someone else started there. That same, the, the same as you. And this is your story. This is your journey. So why try to just look cool for that moment and fuck yourself up and hurt yourself? You're only doing harm. But know that decisiveness grows with each decision. Each decision that you're able to make, you can kind of just move on to the next one. You know, it's more like a you have more quantity with that, you know. So, like, you have more opportunities when you don't labor over things to make these decisions, to learn from them. And know that decisiveness, decisiveness grows with each decision on how to decide faster. And then last but not least, it says, remember that indecision kills. That's pretty brutal. that's awesome yeah that is brutal though remember that indecision kills so a couple things I remember hearing about like all these sins when I was in high school and indecision I thought that was a sin I thought well that sucks well what if you just you can't make up your mind how the hell is that a sin how the hell is that the same as like you know killing cussing all this other shit right (laughs) how is that a sin you know fuck you yeah, exactly. So, 
remember the indecision kills. So I thought, wow, that's, that's kind of wild. And if you think about it, it does. Because what it does is it kills your time, which is currency, which is all we have on this planet. So it kills because you're spending so much time laboring, thinking over something, you know, agonizing over it, causing anxiety, you know, causing whatever the hell. So this this is really a good one to end on, that remember that indecision kills. Uh, excuse me, it's okay to be to be indecisive. I mean, shit, you can't rush every damn, every damn decision, you know? But I think this is, you know, this is, as I've gotten older after I heard like that in high school, I'm like, wow, that's a sin, that's so weird. That like, it, it makes sense. It's it's sort of saying like, kind of, not hurry up, but like, keep it moving. You know, you, you really grow with motion. And you're not going to do things perfect. You may say, all right, we're going to Chili's, we're doing it. The fucking three for ten, you're going to get the chicken crispers, you're going to get the salad with no cheese, with honey mustard, and then maybe you get your chips and salsa. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it sucks. Maybe it all it blows and it sucks. You know, okay, big deal. Okay, could be worse. But, you know, you're not wasting time. You know, that's obviously a food example. But just with anything, you're not, you're not wasting time. You're not standing still. So this one, again, is, is really awesome. Shout out to the band Indecision from Brooklyn, who was fucking awesome. I love seeing them in the uh, late 90s and early aughts. They were, they were great. Um, so yeah, so that's the self-care tip of the week. This again is how to decide faster. I'll share this on my Instagram at True Blue Podcast. I'll actually share this right the fuck now. Add to your story. Okay, wonderful. Let's share. Let's let do a thing. And done. Cool. Yeah, so I'll, I'll sh- I've just shared this right now. So check this out. This is really cool. Something that you know you can save and just keep in your little collection and re refer to uh, once in a while. So there you have it. That was the self-care tip of the week. All right, everyone. So let's get on to reading some motherfucking poetry here. Let's do some poetry. That's an awesome break. I love when he goes from the uh, from the wood bl- uh, no, from the cowbell right to the crash. That's pretty dope. All right, so again, we are reading from Haiku Moment, an anthology of contemporary North American haiku. All right, let's see here. Okay, I think I read these. Okay, so let me start here. After some silence. A cowbell intrudes into the cornfield. Would you look at that? Would you look at that? The first motherfucking poem is fucking... Talks about a cowbell, which I just referenced from that fucking dope-ass jazz break. Fucking bumper pepperoni pizza eater. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah, hell yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's so cool. See, it's interesting how things line up like that, you know? They just kind of have this... I don't know, we're like connected and stuff, you know? Hell yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So that one was, after some silence, a cowbell intrudes into the cornfield. Now just picture that for a second. You're just some fucking farmer person. It's quiet. Silence. It's like 4.30 p.m. And then all of a sudden you hear a cowbell. 
You hear a cow with a bell. It says a cowbell intrudes. Intrudes, not, that's a pretty aggressive word, into the cornfield. What's cool about these haiku, you really just put yourself there, and it's kind of kind of fun, you know? I'm not a farmer. I never grew up on a farm. Nowhere near it. All right, moving on. Floating upriver, the garbage barge with seagulls. Never really cared for seagulls. They were a little too familiar, just kind of like pigeons. A little too familiar. And I'm not really a bird guy, so. All right. Yellow trout lilies in and out of the boathouse, nesting swallows. Marsh twilight, a nesting osprey, whistles softly. Osprey, excuse me. Mountain pool, in its clarity small stones, and the flash of minions. Standing on one foot, the goose stretches a leg, pink sunset. Migrating geese, one falls farther and farther behind. This is a cool one, because the way it was written, it's sort of a, like a visual. The way each line, it kind of looks like it's you know, falling farther and farther behind. Geese, too, they're fucking mean-ass birds. Fucking geese is shit everywhere. Yeah, they were horrible when I was a kid. All right. Sagging footbridge on both sides of the brook. White laurel blossoms. Field of Queen Anne's lace. A black butterfly settles on a stone. Dense fog. A mockingbird fills it. That's awesome. Splash of wild plums falling from marshside bows. Slow step of a crane. September gust. The starflower's last white petals snatched away. That's cool. Twilight storm, another stone topples from the pasture wall. Winter beach, tinkling trills of water pipits. Abandoned pasture, in fallen snarls of barbed wire, white of metal sweet. That's like old English or something. That's cool. Out of the fog bank, Croak of a snowy egret. October hot spell. The hedge never so alive with hornets. Yeesh. Part bulldozer. Half done with the house. Spring moon. <laughs> Winter rain. A crow peers down from the power line. That's cool. I lay down all the heavy packages. Now let me read that again. I lay down all the heavy packages. Autumn moon. Last night, lightning. This morning, the white iris. People are gone and the beach is empty. The green reeds. Tonight, the cypress tree and I lean into the wind. Lilac scent coming upon the remains of the old chimney. Someone calls. Someone answers. Evening river fog. Hides the far shore. Spring snow on the beach, a small green pail turned over. Full moon at midnight, holding between both hands the white peony blossom. Morning coffee, everywhere I gaze, pine boughs weighed down with new snow. That's awesome. Lulling me to sleep, the rain, then waking me. Oaring, not moving, the lilies. Same old road, but over the fog, a giant oak I never saw before. I want to comment on this one here. It says, same old road, but over the fog, 
a giant oak I never saw before. Same old whatever. Same old bedroom, same old street, same old school. There's always a new perspective. There's always something that if you just look at it in a different angle, like, this may be weird, but if you go to a, a different part of your room that you never, like, sat in or looked a certain way, a certain angle in, if you do that and you see just, like, another perspective, something that you never maybe noticed before, a certain angle, it's really, really cool. I like that one. Spring thaw. The old pine leans a little farther this year. Frog pond, a leaf falls in without a sound. The thousand colors in her plain brown hair, morning sunshine. I love that one, love it that one. The thousand colors in her plain brown hair, morning sunshine. Gosh, that one's fucking great. Love that one. No wonder I had circled. Before the qual, it's queering call again. Holding the shape of the wind, the frozen pines. A blue heron flying south over the long straight road. Dark so soon, down the creeping ripples a full moon. A spider climbs the white curtain, snow still falling. Below zero, but this week the sun shines right on the kitchen table. Love that. That's where we're going to finish. Let me read it again. Below zero, but this week the sun shines right on the kitchen table. See, but this week, you know, time is, it's passing by. It's, you know, it's the season's changing. You know, but this week the sun shines right on the kitchen table. That's really cool. Below zero, but this week the sun shines right on the kitchen table. Those sound like some really, really great memories. Really, really cool visual. All right, there you have it. That was the um, that was the poetry poetry portion of this podcast. And now we're going to move on to. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate. It. Thank you, thank you. We're going to move on to the True Blue playlist song of the week. There we have it. So I chose the song uh, Francesca by Roy Harper off of his album called Flat Baroque and Berserk. And Baroque is B-A-R-O-Q-U-E. It came out in 1970. Uh, The song I had first heard on a compilation and I sought out. I found it that it was on this album that came out in 1970. Um, a great song, great fucking song. Under two minutes, it's a minute and twenty-two seconds. That's a punk rock song, practically. I mean, seriously, like you see, look at look at the song lengths. It'll make you want to hear them. You go off oh, two minutes. Let's see what this is about. Uh, the, the Smiths, uh, please, 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 let me get what I want. That's like a minute fifty. I saw that. I'm like, oh, let me check this out. Amazing. Um, guided, guided by Voices, they have like a ton of songs that are under two minutes. Um, and then here with Francesca by Roy Harper. You know, as I said, it's about, it's a minute and 22 seconds. It's a sad, bittersweet song. So it's very gentle throughout. 
it's, it has such a folk song kind of sound to it, um, just by the, you know the style, the style of guitar, um, the way his voice is almost like it's very kind of quiet, um, and then even like the song title Francesca, it's like it's it's a perfect name to sing, I think because of the amount of syllables Francesca, and it just this. I remember hearing the song a couple years ago, and I went up to a coworker, and I'm like, "Hey, do you know any anyone named Francesca?" Because <laughs> I was gonna like, I don't know, tell them about the song, or just you know, see if she knew anyone. But I think I'm like, "Hey, does anyone that you know who works here named Francesca?" And she didn't, so I was kind of bummed. Uh, but um, I always think it's also cool when there's a song named just after someone's name. Yeah, I don't know if there's a song out there named Zach or Zachary. I imagine there may be. But uh, I always think that's like really cool when something's just named after someone's name, whether it's a song or a band. Always really interesting because it encompasses so much. So I'm going to read the uh, lyrics to this. They kind of read like a poem. Hey, Francesca, you gave me no warning. Hey, Francesca, tiptoes in the morning. Thanks for leaving the sunshine. Thanks for leaving me. Thanks for being all mine. Thanks for being free. Hey, Francesca. So it kind of reads like one of my one of the haiku poems. It seems that you know, from what I gather, he spent the night with Francesca. She just sort of, you know, left, dipped out in the morning. But then he goes, "Thanks for leaving the sunshine." You know, things hurt, things you know, but the sun will rise. This too shall pass. And he goes, "Thanks for leaving me." That one's interesting because it's like he's just grateful to have gone with her, to have been with her, to have experienced with her. So he goes, thanks for leaving me. And then he says, thanks for being all mine, which is such a sweet line. You know, I imagine he maybe spent the night with her and who knows what capacity, but he, she was all his, which is so, so sweet. And then he goes, uh, thanks for being free, which is a great... Um, a great like last line in this because he's sort of saying like at least to me he's like thanks for being free thanks for for not I don't know thanks for that brief moment thanks for being free thanks for not being held down you know it's almost like not thanks for leaving but just thanks for just allow me to experience with you and then you're gone the next morning, you know, almost like a dream. So he's saying, thanks for being free. Could also, on the on the flip, could also say, thanks for being free. And thanks for, you know, not costing anything, not having any kind of like turmoil or any kind of, um, you know, bad feeling. Thanks for being free. The greatest things in life are free. So just love this song. It's a very sweet song. Definitely check it out. It'll be added to the True Blue playlist, which you can find on my Instagram at True Blue Podcast, or if you're just on Spotify, which I doubt. But if you are, look up Donnie Pepperoni. (laughs) Donnie with a Y. So there you have it. That is the True Blue playlist, motherfucking song of the week. Um, Oh, and by the way, Roy Roy Harper, um, there was a Led Zeppelin song on uh, Led Zeppelin 3 called Hats Off to Roy Harper. uh, That's named after him, and the song is, I guess... uh, in his tribute, uh, and then he sang on Have a Cigar, 
um, which is on uh, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. And I thought that was some kind of cool little facts on uh, Roy Harper. So again, the song is Francesca. Uh, the artist is Roy Harper. The album is Flat Broke and Berserk and came out in 1970. All right, everyone. Well, there you have it. That's the true blue motherfucking podcast on St. Paddy's Day. Hope everyone had a safe St. Paddy's Day. Hope everyone's doing good. Thanks for checking me out. And I'll fucking talk to you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Thank you.